Everybody and welcome to episode 22 of the Play Economics podcast, breaking down the business behind the world of video games, providing you with that sweet, sweet financial context for industry trends. I'm one of your hosts, Bobby Kwecki, and joined with me today is the post-Christmas, pre-New Year, Matt Mascari. How you doing, buddy? You know, just like 15 minutes ago. I know we're, we're, we're recording these, well. these in batch, right? <laughs> these are when this goes up, when this goes up, it's the day after my birthday. Yes. So I hope that my birthday was great um, and that I, I didn't get eaten by a hawk. Or That's my, you needed to fake your death. Or I needed to fake my death. But in the spirit of the holidays, we do not miss episodes here at Playconomics. So while other podcasts, those lame-ass podcasts... They're out making excuses. We're out here making content. We appreciate you guys showing up every week for our show, and we show up for you. So the content will be uninterrupted this week and next week. If you like what you're hearing, as always, subscribe. Leave us a good review. Share it with a friend who you think will find value in it. And in the spirit of the 22nd episode, we wanted today to highlight, to preview to crack open a ranch water and talk about our most hyped games of 2022. So Matt and I each have five games here and a honorable mention. And we're just going to go back and forth and yep. chop it up a little bit. And that's about it. That's about that's about where we're at here. So Matt, why don't you tee us off with your number one? And are they? Are, I see them here in the Google Doc. Are they listed in any specific order? They're ranked. Oh, they're ranked. I just kind of word oh, yours vomited. Aren't ranked? Mine are just like word vomited as I was thinking of them. So oh. you do, good thing you go first then because yeah, I have you, to re-rank mine. Okay. Then. I was going to say you really ruined my flow. I was going to do this like a five through one and then start with the honorable mentions. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we, we can do that. So honorable mention on my side. As all of you know, I am a deep deep-seated love or fan of world of warcraft and shadowlands sucks it's actually <laughs> it's so bad and it gets worse the story's awful they're backtracking a lot of the lore that has been very ingrained into the story and my honorable mention for what i'm hoping for in 2022 and what i'm looking forward to is a new world of warcraft expansion and I know they did it with BFA, where they scrapped it and started working on Shadowlands. And it didn't work, and we got Shadowlands because of it. Scrap it again. <laughs> Throw it do, out. The, do the same thing, but better. I like that. Please. Fair Absolutely, enough. please. I Fair would love enough. It, it has not been announced. No one is talking about there being a new WoW expansion in 2022. And that's why it's an honorable mention. Because I don't think it's actually going to happen. <laughs> but if there was one thing that I'm really, really looking forward to in 2022, even if I don't play World of Warcraft anymore unless it comes to Xbox, it's a, world, it's a new expansion that's actually good. So what makes a good or bad World of Warcraft expansion? 
Because I have never played World of Warcraft. I, you know. I think it depends because the game inherently is good. Like it is a very solid game. Starting out with a lie, I like that. Okay. Re- recently, the story has been bad. The end game progression has been convoluted. Things are time gated. Things are. I, to be honest, convoluted is the perfect word. They're putting systems in because they've run out of things to give us. So basically what used to happen is every expansion, they would give you 10 more levels and a couple new abilities. Okay. They, they had to stop doing that because it was hard to balance all of these new abilities coming into the game. Because if you think like when you think about it, there's 12 classes. Each class oh, has... Jesus has three specs. So each spec needs to get three new abilities. Or at least they need to get one ability that they're actively Uh using and an option between another two to swap through the three. So potentially three different abilities. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking like 90-something, I think it's 108 what it works out to be, abilities that need to be balanced per expansion. And it was too much for them. So now they're doing borrowed power. So they're giving you an item that has these abilities on it, but at the end of the expansion, they take it away. Oh, no. So it's it's not compounding anymore. So they're basically just giving you three new abilities. They balance them, and they don't need to worry about the implications down in the future. And they're making it very hard to do it by time-gating content and resource generation to be able to get the abilities, the new items, the new um, ways that your character is gaining power are time-gated between, like, straight up just you can't progress this week, you need to wait till next week to progress on this quest line or progress through this dungeon, something of the sort. Mm-hmm. Or they're just making it so you can only gather this many resources for your one expansion. It was a necklace that gave you new abilities. You can only get to a certain level on your necklace this week. The heart of the sea from Titanic. The heart of Azeroth, actually. (laughs) I can't tell if you're serious. I swear to God. Was it it worn by a naked Kate Winslet? Uh, No, no. But there was a pirate queen in it. Yeah, it was very close. But so they're doing things like that, and they're just the classes got dumbed down. Everyone thinks it's because it's going to console, so they need to remove buttons and make classes simpler, so that they you can go and to this goddamn tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. Yes, I know. But basically, all I want to see is solid lore, easy gameplay. That I could jump into and I don't need to log on to World of Warcraft every single day to stay relevant. Hmm. That's what makes a good expansion. And class identity, class balance. Fair enough. All, okay. All that's needed. There's all my right. honorable mention. Bobby, right. what is yours? My honorable mention is one that I think might shock people. My honorable mention is God of War Ragnarok or the new God of War 2. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Bobby, what the hell? God of War, Ragnarok, God of War 2018 is one of your favorite games of all time. Why have you relegated this to just an honorable mention? Reason for that is because uh, 
the trailer, the most recent trailer that we saw, the gameplay trailer, I love it and am underwhelmed by it for the same reason. And that is more of the same. Right? God of War 2018, one of the best games of all time. And I stand by that pound for pound. Right? One of the best stories of all time. Twist at the end, so got the the fact that the camera never cuts as a film person, mind blowing. The new trailer looks to be more of the same, which I love. I'm all about. Kratos is gonna fight Thor. Can't nice. wait. Love Can't to see wait. But at the end of the day, I didn't see anything in the trailer so new, so exciting that I was like, oh my, this is gonna be life changing. Right, so that's why it's my honorable mention. It's gonna be beautiful, can't wait. But in God of War twenty eighteen, there are certain moments that that for a game about a muscle bound guy with a magic axe that shoots ice and fights dragons should not have hit as emotionally close to home as they did, but they did nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Masterpiece. Love That's it. why, though, God of War Ragnarok is is my honorable mention. I'm excited for it, but I haven't seen anything that I think will innovate the way that the first one did. That's fair. Okay. Matt, what's no. your... What's your oh, so going. we're now going your f- f- technically least most excited. Yes, that's how we're doing yes. this? Yeah, okay. but I'm still super excited. So, as an Xbox diehard... I love Bethesda games. I love that now they're sometimes exclusively on Xbox. And because of that, my number five most anticipated game for 2022 is Starfield. And I know what you're saying is, Matt, you've said multiple times on this podcast that you're not into sci-fi fantasy and things that focus around the outer space and that genre and i tell you you're correct usually i am not and that's why it's number five (laughs) but you know what has reinvigorated my love for all things space halo infinite so if i could get a solid game focused around space and aliens and people shooting things in space specifically aliens then i could get into starfield and i'm excited about it and honestly, the real reason I'm excited about it is because Sony doesn't get it. Wow, I, you're, I am bad. you're a bad that person. petty, that petty about it. You know what? If you guys could have your cool exclusives, we finally get some of ours. That's fair. I hope you enjoy them. I hope yeah. it's good. Honestly, I hope, I hope, I hope Todd release. Howard can buy another house made out of solid gold. Yes. I really just hope, I think all games should be delayed releases where if you are going to make something exclusive like that, six months and then you put it on the other console. Let's be honest. Everybody makes money. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, Starfield looks great. I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything that makes me like, oh my God, Starfield, right? I think the worst thing that could have ever happened to Bethesda was having Fallout 4 and Witcher 3 come out the same year, right? (laughs) I'm serious, because Bethesda was the king of the RPGs. Nobody was doing a role-playing game better than Bethesda. And then The Witcher 3 came out, and everybody 
shit their pants, myself included, because you know me, I don't really like fantasy shit. Witcher 3 was phenomenal. Fallout 3 was good, it was cool, but it wasn't Witcher 3 in terms of storytelling, right? Yep. So I hope Bethesda can do something new for once instead of just like a, here's Skyrim with a different coat of paint. Skyrim in space, which I'm honestly surprised we didn't get. Welcome to Space Rim. Yeah, like imagine if on the 11th anniversary of Skyrim, they send us to the space in Cyrodiil. I just, Skyrim. I'm I'm over Skyrim. I've been over Skyrim since like three weeks after Skyrim came out. That's how long I've been fucking over Skyrim. No, it's good. I will not. I'll do my De Niro face. It's pretty good. Yo, I'm not going to play Skyrim, okay? That's it. That's that's the Skyrim. <laughs> Robert De Niro plays Skyrim. Please, please head in. These dragons. You what telling you me I'm the dragonborn? Talking to me? Me? I'm the dragonborn. <laughs> me? That's it. That's that's. that's Robert De Niro plays Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Oh my god! Wow. The funniest thing. I, it, if you're listening Get to this me on my Spotify, Oscar. if you're listening to this on Spotify, do yourself a favor. Pause the video. Pause go if in. you're listening. Yeah, go watch the video. Go watch that back on YouTube, please. Because it was Ma- good. It was Ma- good. Marty. Marty Scorsese. <laughs> give me the call, bud. You know you want to make... Listen to me. Before I give my number five pick. Martin Scorsese needs to direct the Skyrim movie. <laughs> Okay, we're with we're you as here. Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're with playing me Robert as De Robert De Niro. <laughs> play in, the in. character of the story of Skyrim is Robert De Niro wakes up and is instantly <laughs> transported to Winterfell, where the guard goes, uh, "Oh, it you're awake." And then yeah. me wow. as Robert De Niro goes, "What do you mean?" Then <laughs> I tell him, "Of course I'm awake." What are you fucking t- <laughs> awake? That's me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. long story short, we're doing a new segment on the podcast <laughs> called Robert, Robert De, Niro De Niro plays <laughs> video games. <laughs> All right. I like that. The, this new TikTok. segment called Robert De Niro plays video games. I like that. I I will definitely do yeah, that. That's what our TikTok channel is now. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right. My number five pick um, is one that we don't know the name of yet. So I've given it a name. And Nintendo, oh, yeah. you can have this one for free. My Wait, fifth most anticipated game is the Breath of the Wild <laughs> sequel, which I think should be called Two Breath, Two Wild. Okay? <laughs> okay? Played by Vin Diesel. Vin oh, Diesel my God. Is <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't slay Ganondorf without family. <laughs> The Triforce. I don't need the Triforce. I have family. I don't need the Triforce. I just need family. Okay, your Robert De Niro impression was way better. Oh my god, I'll bust out the wall. My Christmas tree just turned off. Okay, in all seriousness, video game podcast. Um, Breath of the Wild was the most was the best Zelda game that wasn't a Zelda game. What do I mean by that? Because it doesn't I was make say, sense. I say, that's a lot. That's right? a lot to unpack. 
Breath of the Wild is not a Zelda game in the traditional sense. You've got your five dungeons, you get your pieces, you save your princesses, you go, you fight Ganondorf. It wasn't that. Yep. It was not. <clears throat> the shrines, the animal robot things, cool, really cool, but not a Zelda game in the traditional sense, despite the fact game-changing in its own rights. The best part about Breath of the Wild is how everything kind of meshes together, right? The cold, you got to eat the hot peppers. If you want to fly, you set the grass on fire. If you're out in the rain with a metal weapon, you get struck by lightning. That was awesome, right? But I'm excited. If, if we had gotten the sequel already, if we had gotten the Majora's Mask to the Ocarina of Time, which I think like a lot of people forget, that was a quick turnaround. That was like two years worth of turnaround between those two games, right? Mm-hmm. Because so much of the map was reused. Yep. Breath of the Wild came out once, 2017, so 18, 19, 20. We're almost five years out from Breath of the Wild. At this yep. point, I'm expecting something groundbreaking. Personally. I, my thing is, I don't think it could be groundbreaking because Breath of the Wild was groundbreaking. I don't know. I feel like there's there's a lot of stuff to do, right? Personally... There's a lot I would actually want taken out of Breath of the Wild to make yeah, it better. Perfect. Don't play. stop with the, stop with the goddamn uh, uh, weapon degradation. Thank you. I was just about to ask you if there was one thing you could change about um, Breath of the Wild. What would it be, and why is it rep- uh, the weapon durability? Like that's not that was the least fun part of that game. And low-key, I got the Master Sword and was like, obviously, I can't break the Master Sword. Perfect. Amazing. But it runs out of, like, the the juice? Spirit energy or some, like, stupid family-related Vin Diesel joke. But (laughs) I'm wearing my white t-shirt. I know. I know. Get a Corona instead of ranch water. Um, I don't have any Coronas. That's fine. But... It needs to go. I hated it. Basically, they could literally make the same thing and just get rid of that, and I would pay $60 again for Breath <laughs> just, of the Wild. Just for Breath too. of the Wild. Yeah. Here's what I would like to see in Two Breath, Two Wild. <clears throat> I would like to see, and I'm trying to think about the best way to put this. I would like to see... Number one, Link have a voice. Everybody, like, I don't understand why everybody in the Breath of the Wild cutscenes but Link was voice acted. You're you're telling me that wasn't the stupidest thing in the whole world? It, I didn't like it, but... I don't isn't they, they have like a stance on that where they want you to be the character so they don't give it a voice. Commander like, Shepard in Mass Effect has a voice. I am Commander Shepard. No, no, no. Do- I, I, I don't agree, but I'm saying that's their rationale behind it, right? So I'm just saying that's why I don't think it'll happen. Link having a voice, I think, would is the last frontier of Zelda. And I know that sounds super trivial, but there's so much story left to tell there that I think giving him a character, a real character, yep, that could be something interesting. Okay. That Does just... Steve Harvey voice Link? 
I was about to ask you, who do you think would voice Link and like what kind of voice pitch do you think he would go to? Cause Steve I, Harvey. I, 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 I love wanna... Steve Harvey's voice. <laughs> sure you do. But the biggest <laughs> ad I think we could make to Breath of the Wild is consequence of choice. And I just made that word up. Ooh, no, I like that. You have like four different endings of how the game could go. And instead of giving him a voice... You give him player choice. Or both, and instead of Steve Harvey's voice, it's Christopher Walken's voice. Yes. Oh, Zelda, (laughs) you're getting captured all the time. You got to stop. You're crazy. (laughs) But... (laughs) Imagine, Stop. imagine, like that that scene where Link run that that op, that promo shot, you know, in Breath of the Wild, where you, where you first run out of the cave. Yeah. Yeah. The wild, <laughs> out of control. <laughs> what is but, this anymore? I don't know. We need a new podcast. I'm telling you, we're doing the actors in video games on our TikTok. However. I really think that they could do with a little player choice. Even if it's not like Endgame where you had like Fable, I think it was Fable 2, where you had three different endings Mm -hmm. based on your decision. Just make me do the game in a different order. And Hmm. like, like for example, you get the bombs at one cave, you get the bow and arrow at another. But because I chose to get the bow and arrow first... I have to go on a completely different path than I would have gone if I'd gotten the bombs first. I like that. I I I would have actually never thought of that. I like that, that a lot. That actually. is what I would like for Zelda because it just gives it it gives it replayability. Because the biggest thing when I go into a Zelda game is that after I play it, the second playthrough is quick. Because you and know where everything is. Exactly. Yeah, it's a pu- it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. But if you just take it out of order a little bit or add, like like I said, you get the bow and arrow, so you go the bow and arrow path. The next time, you go the bomb path, and it's a different path mm-hmm. to the second upgrade. I like that. I actually love that. I would love that for a Breath of the Wild get game. Get Nintendo think, on the line. I was going to say, call them. But I think that's game-breaking. Like, I, th- I would... It's not like a, it doesn't need to be a huge change, but I would give them five years to do that. That's five. Something like that is a five years worth of time justification. I'm yeah. all in on that. All in on that. I have so, no other impressions for Zelda. Yeah. And Please also, g- I'm very excited for Breath of the Wild 2 as well. I just didn't put it on my list. Two Breath, Two Wild. Yeah. 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 Two, two, two Breath, right. Two Wild. Please call am it. I going to, am I going to number four? <laughs> yes. Go to your number four most excited game okay. of 2022. So this is a game that I haven't played since the original. And again, it's something that Halo kind of re-sparked my interest into where maybe I can get into this type of game again. Oh, you're going to get into it. Because I'm very against RPG first-person shooters. And I'm excited for Witch Queen. Destiny 2 Witch Queen. Yeah, you are, buddy. It looks really good. I just recently saw... I don't know if it was a new trailer or the trailer that they've been running on commercials, but it looks so cool. I love that. I love that you're all about it. And now that, like... I'm like role playing shooter, 
we're in here. We're in space. We're doing space things. I have a grapple hook. I'm fighting aliens. All of a sudden, I'm like, you love MMOs. Why aren't you playing Destiny? Bro, you, you'd fall hard into the Destiny hole. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I play Destiny, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know every mechanic or every yeah, no, I get currency or what that are. I'm just, I play Destiny because it feels good as shit to play. I understand just enough about it where it's cool. I yep. get, like, the guns and the power level. Every Like, whenever there's a new expansion, I'm all the way back in. Hmm. Get Witch Queen. The accountant's going to get Witch Queen. I'm going to get Witch Queen. We got to yeah. play. We got to play together. All three of us. Yeah. Oh, That's fan, the fire fan team. game. Fan game. Me, you, and the accountant. Oh, there we go. There it is. We'll get it going. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, which which queen f- looks awesome? I'm I'm uh, all yeah. in on that. I'm here for it. De- Going to be the first Destiny game that I really really get into. All about it. So my number four pick is a game that we've actually heard about recently. It was one of the few redeeming qualities about the Game Awards, and when I saw it, I. It uh, sparked a memory in me that I had actually seen this game before. I just didn't realize that it was the same game, right? Mm. And that game is Somerville. And Somerville, I figured out why I'm so interested in it. It's because it's by one of the people who made Limbo and Inside. And once you have that thought in your head and you watch the Somerville trailer, you immediately understand. You're like, oh, this is an Inside. This is Limbo, right? It was the, the one with the guys running away. You're like, oh, you really like yep. bleak and depressing stuff, right? Yep. Cool as hell. Love the aesthetic. Very unique art style. Very, very interesting. And it seems... It just seems cool as hell. It seems very bleak. It seems very dark. It seems very... It's like World of World War of the Worlds and Last of Us. But if you've ever played that type of game, like you'll know that the twist at the end of Limbo and definitely the twist at the end of Inside are so like what? That I know there's so much more to unpack with that. Um so I'm very excited about Somerville. Matt yeah. What's your number three, bud? Because I think this is one I, that's on both of our lists here. I was going to say, I thought you were going to bring me into Somerville, and I'm like, I'm just not excited about it. I know. That. I'm not even going to waste the, the people's time because I know this is not, it's not a Matt-ass game, right? It's like, not. if we were out here talking about anime wifey moo moo milk milk <laughs> simulator 4, then Matt. The director's cut. No. Oh. Then, yeah. yeah, I can't say that. Yeah. Um, then That's Matt's fine. all over that. That is the first time you've ever said <laughs> to yourself, and you're going to have to tell me after the podcast what you're saying. <laughs> but oh, you betcha. My number three, and it's number three for a reason, because what shape has three? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you no, son of a bitch. It's not. It, this is the first game that I've I've been dying for a game that plays like this. For so long. Since mm-hmm. I played Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 1. Because Tactics Advance 2 did not do it for me. I'm excited for Project Triangle Strat. Which is being named Triangle Strat. Triangle Strategy. I love that type of game. I don't even know how to describe it. 
it's like the grid turn-based turn-based games 3d chess. combat chess yeah. yeah that's fair it's it's really good it's very similar to a fire emblem game yeah but, i think i think that's fair yeah uh i think the only thing that's different is i believe in fire emblem you own you move your whole team all at once in games like Ta- i don't know what it's going to be like in triangle strap but in final fantasy it was based off your speed so it's like you pokemon move- yeah, so it was you could have one person move, and then somebody on the enemy team will move because they're faster than the rest of your characters, and then it goes by speed priority instead of your team, their team, your team, their team, your team, their team, kind of thing. So I'm excited about it. I love the strat, like the strategy behind it. I love the gameplay of it. I usually love the aesthetics and the story that they're able to get give you through those. Just because there's a lot of dialogue and because it's slow and turn-based and methodical, they add a lot of like character discussion during the game, where it's like you get little flavor test when text when somebody's gonna like when one character is gonna move after an action after things like that, and it's just all around. I'm hyping it to be Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and if it's not, I'm gonna be upset. However, it takes my number three spot. So I have a game for you. Yeah. I need you to look up right now. It's called Fell Seal. Yes, I know. Arbiter's Mark. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of something else. It's literally a Final Fantasy Tactics game. I heard about it from uh, the Sacred Symbols podcast. Nice. And looked, it's not a game for me. Nope. But it's certainly a game for you. And I need you to look it up. Because it's exactly a Final Fantasy Tactics game. It does look like a Final Ooh, they got tameable monsters. You gotta have a gotta get one of those. All right, yeah, I'll definitely look it up after the show. Gotta check that out. All right, sweet. What are we up to? My number three. Yep. I gotta sit down for this one, even though I'm sitting down. I was gonna say you've been sitting down. My number three pick. I forget what your number three pick is. Horizon Forbidden West. I'm surprised this is number three. And not number one. I'm or number surprised two. at that it's number three too, but but these top three are such heavy hitters. I think number two is gonna piss off some people, but I think Horizon deserves to. It, it's where it is. I and my top three, I could have any quick. of these could have been my most excited. Yes, real quick is. Is number two the one that we saw during yes, the game? Yes, 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 okay. the one I was talking okay. about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so Horizon Continue. Forbidden West. I'm excited for it, and I got a place on the list for this exact reason that God of War didn't. Guess what? Aloy has new stuff now. She's got a glider, she's got a grapple hook, she can swim. New stuff. New setting. Awesome. And that goddamn robot snake. I cannot wait was really cool. to fight that thing. Robot snake, robot turtle, robot baboons. baboons. Bring back the robot T-Rex. Do you know how cool that... Bro, when you come here for New Year's... Spoiler alert, Matt will be here for New Year's. Hey. We're fighting the robot T-Rex. 60 frames a second HDR on PS5. Nice. It's like the coolest shit ever. I can't wait. Looks, I'm excited for you. I, I I cannot wait to platinum the shit out of Horizon Forbidden West. This story su- is cool, whatever. Yeah. 
but the the world again the world like horizon is one of those few things that is so unique where someone was like what if we made a, a dinosaur game yeah 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 but what if the dinosaurs were robots because it's been so long since the apocalypse we're cave people again like Perfect. such a cool ass idea yeah, I agree, and it would have been on my list as well if it came out on Xbox, but it doesn't. No, and the, it's a good the, game. It's a good yeah, game. Console exclusives <laughs> giveth, and they taketh away. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Uh, super stoked for that. February, end of February, I think it's Horizon. It's going to be a lot of February releases on... Uh, oh, buddy, you got no idea. Yeah. Can't wait. What is your number two? Is that what yep. we're up to? Number two. number two. This is number two for many, many reasons. As all of you know, I bought Pokemon Brilliant Dime, Bro- Shining Pearl and hated it. Because... You didn't pick Diamond, yeah. Okay. Well, no, 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 it wasn't because of that. But it was because... <laughs> it was because I wanted it to be groundbreaking. I wanted it to do something different than Diamond did. And I wanted it to be like all the other remakes that improved on the formula instead of being borderline a one-to-one remake of Pearl or Diamond. My number two on the list is Legends Arceus. Because it has the potential to be so, so cool. I know, I know, I know. And <laughs> another reason it's number two is because if it's bad, Nintendo, Game Freak, Pokemon, whoever makes the actual decisions needs to put out an absolute banger for Generation 9. Or I will not put out... Like, I will not be buying any other Pokemon games. Bullshit. You're going to buy another Pokemon game. No. I'm going to buy another Pokemon game. If this is bad, I don't see why I would buy any more. Because I've been... I was burnt on Sword and Shield. I was burnt on Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Didn't really like Sun and Moon. Didn't like... um, which one's uh, not X and Y? The Sword and Shield, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh yeah, no. But and again, Sword and Shield wasn't didn't do enough for me. They need something good, and I think this is where it starts. Like I think they're testing this atmosphere for Gen Nine. Is that what we're up to already? Gen Nine? Jesus yeah, so Christ! Sword and Shield or Gen Eight, but. They're testing it for Gen 9, and they're making... This is what our Pokemon games are going to look like from now on. I hope so. And but if I it's also bad, don't think so. I, I really hope so, but if it's bad, they're not going to be able to do it correctly. Like, they're never going to fix it. I think just Pokemon like, we has gave become... You open world. I think Pokemon has become three different things. I think the Pokemon release cycle now becomes three rather than two. I think we have traditional Pokemon games, which is the Gen 8, Gen 9, you know what you're getting kind of thing. Little incremental increases, right? Sure. Then you have your remakes. Yep. And then you have your 
Legends series, which is the most out of left field, right? Because if Legends Arceus does good, if you don't think I want a Legends Lugia in the friggin' goddamn Johto region, that freaking grown man, Bruce, don't you dare! <laughs> I saw you talking about talking to someone on a Discord about about the bowling ball. Yeah, the pin. accountant was not pleased with your the review. Bowling pin ass. No, um, but yes, I would love an Arceus Johto, like a Legends Johto. Would be amazing. Did you see the trailer this week where they're like, "Here are the teams," and it's Team Diamond and Team Pearl, so it's kind of slowly phasing Dumb. that in. First of all, first of all, this game didn't go on my list, even as honorable mention, because, like you're saying, it's got such a split chance of being good or bad. They gave listen. My second favorite Pokemon of all time, and this is an out of left field pick, because it's from a gen I've never played. Is number one Lugia? No, Lugia is actually my third favorite. Lugia is my favorite legendary. What's number it goes, one? Typhlosion. Duh. That's fair. Yeah, you Duh. 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 Bear that shoots fire. Next slide. Um, Good. Yeah, great. All right, that's fair. Number two is Braviary. America Bird. Yeah, you're goddamn right. America Bird. And they gave him that stupid-ass redesign. So right there, I'm like, ugh, I don't need it. America Bird, you're goddamn right. I'm so glad that that was the first words out of your mouth. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The, the word brave is in the name. What else I do know, you want? Let me tell you something. <laughs> they- that is so on brand for me. They're like... Let's make an eagle Pokemon. And somebody in that conference room put on the whiteboard, America Bird. What if America line was Pokemon, question mark, <laughs> eagle, <laughs> give him a raise. What was that? That was Gen 5. So that was when they were in like France. So like, why would they put America? Bird no, in I think Gen 5 was supposed to be America. Again, the only Gen I've never played black and white. Pretty, pretty sure. Also, uh, I, uh, I actually hated black and white because they introduced level scaling. Where like, if you were like, let's say you, you go were back to the route one, everything is higher. No, 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 no. I would love that. That would be the greatest feature Pokemon's ever invented. Instead, they would do it where if you're level 5 and fight a level 2 and get 20 experience, when you're level 6 and fight that same level 2, now you get less experience because there's a bigger Boo. gap. And I'm like, you eliminated grinding. In the game the, about grinding. But then they didn't do the experience share thing. Get them out of here. Get them so out of like, here. It, 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 dumb. I hated it couldn't even get through it however i did hear it's one of the best stories in pokemon and like i know the story and played through enough of it to like get the gist and like their pokemon stories they're not necessarily rocket science spoiler wise so (laughs) i got it like i saw who the villain was gonna be and cool idea saw the twist at the end coming for sure but I would. I am very excited for those remakes. I was really excited for the Diamond and Pearl remakes. They ruined it for me, and they're gonna ruin them is over. Too. Yeah, they're so they're gonna ruin, ruin the black and white. But at least they'll they'll get rid of the level scaling thing because now they have the experience share. So I'll be able to play them. Um, I can't wait. 
again, when does it come out? It comes out in January. That's January, gonna yeah. January is during my nightmare mode. So I might not get around to this Pokemon game. Comes out like the twenty eighth. So you're fine. But then Witch Queen comes out February second. Like that's it's a lot. It's a lot. <gasps> does it really come out the twenty eighth? Does it really come out? Because I might be away for work that week. Oh, if I don't have a, an edit to bang out, damn, I might just sit my ass home all week, recover and, and play Pokemon like an adult. Goddamn. Shit. Get that release. But yeah, the fact that Cinequil and Rowlet are both available starters is an instant win. Amazing instant win. Choice. Right? Yes. Anything else to add to? Jan 28th is correct. Oh, damn. That's the day after I get back. Okay. Yep. We'll make something work. Uh, do you have anything else to add about your number nope. two pick? It's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad. And the way that Nintendo trends with Pokemon games, it's going to be really, really bad. But Can't I'm wait. really, really excited. <laughs> the theme of this episode is really, really. <laughs> and Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> RCS is voiced by Christopher Walken. I made uh, all the rest. made all the Pokemon... <laughs> Basically, gods, you know. Yeah, Pokemon um, Jesus. Go ahead, continue. What's your my number, number two? two pick? Is something that I didn't know was coming out. I'm gonna shut off my cam so you can't see me roll my eyes. But now but that I see is coming out, is the one of the most exciting things I've ever seen because. It's it's like what if they were like let's make a game for Bobby? What would that game look? What if we made a game just for Bobby? What would that game be? And that game is called Evil West. And we saw the trailer at the Game Awards, and it looks like the coolest shit in the entire world for a couple reasons. Number one, over the shoulder God of War combat. It's visceral. It's heavy. Cool. Well. It's it can't just be it. Number two, it's in the Old West. Awesome as shit. Yep. So cool. And number three, three, it is a spiritual successor to one of the most underrated games of all time. And I'm going to need you to Google this, Matt. Google, Evil, Google Evil West. Okay. Because I would be shocked if the people who are making Evil West have never heard of a little game called dark watch i'm gonna need you to look up dark watch and i'm gonna need you to look up evil west dark watch was a game that came out in like 2005 ish around there thereabouts and was basically the same game yeah i could tell just by the like cover photo just by the, the cover photo it's right? literally a magical cowboy in a like noir sense of yep. cowboy. Yeah. And in Dark Watch, I think he was a vampire, if I remember correctly, also, who Infinite was a cowboy. And he had, like, a cool gun with, like, a knife at the... It was... And they were, like... He had, like, a cool sheriff star. Bro, watch the trailer for Evil West. I just... Did. It's so... I was with you I when know, you watched it. But just... It's so cool. I'm happy for you. It's it, so unabashedly cool. I might pick it up just so I could talk to you about it. I would love that. I would love... And who who makes Evil West? What is the, the developer? Does it uh, say... No, you, yeah, let me switch to Dark Watch. Hold on. Hold on. Evil West. 
flying wild hog amazing name i'm gonna get i'm gonna reach out to them and be like listen to me I will be one of the biggest evangelists for your game ever. I can already tell you I love it. Please, can I have a code? Please, can I have a code? Because this game is everything I'd want in a game. I love cowboy shit. I love supernatural stuff. I love both of those together. Love gritty, dark stories. It's a a Bobby-ass game. It is. Right? Number two thing I'm most excited about in 2022 is Evil West. Also, make another Dark Watch. <laughs> they did. Evil West. Yeah. They were supposed it's to make it. It's not even like different names. Like it's kind of like when they did Olympus was Olympus is fallen and then like Washington down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the same movie. Just one had Ryan Reynolds, one had Gerard Butler. Yeah. It's Channing Tatum, but you're close. You're close. Is it? Which yeah. one had it wasn't Ryan Reynolds? No, I, the move, I forget Butler. which one was which, but the diehard in the White House was Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was the president, and Channing Tatum was his bodyguard. Also, can we talk about how talented Jamie Foxx is? Love next, Foxx. next slide. Because yeah, I'm, I'm, about, I'm, about, I'm about to hurt your feelings. I, I don't agree. <gasps> what? I think the hype on Jamie Foxx is about ten times where it should be. Ah, you're crazy. All right. Jamie Foxx made two good movies. The one he won the Oscar for. Which one? Ray, where he played Ray Charles. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. And uh, another movie called The Kingdom. You didn't like Django? No. Really? No. Because he... We're not going to get into movie reviews. I think think Django is Tarantino's most overhyped movie. I think as you, a wet, I think as a Western, Hateful Eight is such a better Quentin Tarantino Western than Django. It's not even funny. That's fine. One last Jamie Foxx movie, Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah. Stop. Eh. No, we can, we're done. We're done. Next slide. I, yeah, your movie critiques are no longer valid. Now, how do we want to discuss our number one pick? Because it's shot. I knew what my number one pick was going to be. But I'm floored that it's also your number one pick. How? Cons- so, I'll let you break the news. Matt and I's number one pick is the same. Our most excited game for 2022. And that is... You want me to say it, don't yes, you? Yes, I, yes. I was going to say, can we just pull up the trailer? I can overlay it in here. Yeah. I'll, I'll splice in the trailer here. Because it's legendary. It's completely up my alley. This is like dragons and myths, and it's Elden Ring. It's Elden Ring. It's Elden Ring. But what you, do you don't like Soulsborns. You I ran away from Dark Souls 3. Don't care. That's, it looks really Scott, you've cool. You've gotten the taste. You've gotten the taste. That was a test. You passed. That was yeah. a test, and you passed. You've got the taste for the Soulsborn now. It was it looks so oh God, good. So good. They were like, what if we take the Dark Souls setting and mix it around with the Sekiro Bloodborne combat and just give you an open... I don't even give a shit that George R.R. R. Martin looked at the screenplay for five seconds and got his name as a producer credit. I don't even <laughs> care. That alone, yeah. open world Dark Souls... With Sekiro and Bloodborne combat sold. Sign me yeah. the hell up. Yeah. And like I think the problem with um 
Dark Souls for me was how linear it felt. Okay. It's interesting. Okay. And maybe it's just because I didn't get very far in it, into okay. it. And that's why. Because like I never made it out of the second zone. Not even get <laughs> pretend. <laughs> Not even get to pretend like I didn't. Like I did. But the because like does it eventually become open world? So I wouldn't say that Dark Souls and Bloodborne and those kinds of games are open world, but they are connected worlds where there's a lot of shortcut opening where once you get to a later area, you will open doors to much earlier areas that you didn't expect to be there, right? You can also zip around and transport yourself with the bonfires and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say it's exactly open world like Elden Ring is because they're two completely different things. Yeah. Yeah, but, I think, but Elden Ring is the most open type of game yeah, they've ever made. Because I think I'm going to get what I want out of the RPG setting from Dark... Like, I wanted from Dark Souls. but uh, Or I'm going to get the RPG setting that I like from video games while getting the difficulty of a Dark Souls game. And I think that's going to be the perfect combination. I agree. I agree 100%. And I think that... If if trying to piece to I'm because here's my thing I'm I'm curious how they're gonna handle the story and what I mean by that is the story in Soulsborne games is very much up to you to really get the full breath and gist of and most of it is from item descriptions and like optional uh, NPCs that you talk to and that's in yeah, a more constrained play area so in a place excuse me, that completely lets you run free, how do they handle that? So I'm very curious to see that. But, like, first of all, magic is going to be super OP. I'm telling everybody, I'm playing the magic build. I'm going to build the most tank-ass Gandalf mage ever. Yeah, no. Who might no. also be a samurai? I don't I know. I was going to say, I'm instantly going sword and shield as per usual. I know you will. You thought. Give me some swords. I'm I'm super excited about it. And it's going to be good. I think it is the culmination of I think everything that FromSoft has done up till now. Yeah. It is really like an amalgam of all their games leading up. Matt, before we close out here, are there any other games you want to talk about? Because when I was looking at the big releases for 2022, shockingly little that we have an actual hard date on. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more interested in what it's sad to say I think it's going to be holiday time 2022 and early 2023 that we're going to get a couple new, like the things that I'm looking forward to again after this. We got plenty of good games coming out. My top five, I'm instantly going to buy all of them. Um, and then we'll see how they play out. But depending on whether or not there's a new WoW expansion, <laughs> maybe I don't need any other video games ever again. Nerd. Yeah, shut up. MMOs of the future, the NTF. But here's... NFT, whatever. Yeah, okay. Drink your electrolytes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's sick, my problem, up. though. And I'm, and I'm in a bit of a, a quandary, as some might call it. You want to start World of Warcraft and you don't know how? No, not even close. Uh, Elden okay. Ring, Witch Queen, and Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West all come out within like two weeks of each other. Yeah. One, like, I don't know which one's going to have to lose. 
I like I can which queen is the one that I can say I'll get because I can like piecemeal my way through that as like a palate cleanser. Like, hey, let me jump in, let me do a strike. Hey, what's the daily mission, yep. right? Yep. I can't commit to Horizon and Elden Ring at once. I just can't. That's true. Are you gonna platinum both of them? Or are you yeah. Ooh. Horizon, yes. Horizon, I'm committing to the platinum. No questions asked. I love platinuming Sony first party games. Elden then, Ring is probably gonna be a very hard platinum. I'm not then, even gonna. I'd have to see the list first. Hear me out. I would say if that's the case, get Witch Queen and get Horizon. Uh, Horizon. That's, that's and awesome. then when you're ready, when there's yeah. nothing else to play, when my body is ready to just be taken. Yeah. Towards the Elden Ring. God, I can't wait. God, I can't wait. 22. 22, man. It's going to be our year. And I'm not February. saying this in like the, oh, like how people are like, yeah, 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> what happened with Wasn't, that? Right? Yeah. 2021, nah. your year? No, nah, still 2020. But 2022? We've, seen, we've seen the pretty much, we've seen like 70% of the worst of it, short of like massive war, famine, or the dollar yeah. being completely devalued. We're a little bit more hardened to this bullshit now, so bring on, bring on the good times. Oh yeah, that we make ourselves. That's Roaring my proclamation. Twenties. Here we go. That's my proclamation. Yep. That's that's what's happening. But what's also happening, man, is we're bringing this episode in for a landing. And if you like what you've heard today, let us know down below what your most anticipated games of twenty two is. If and why is it Elden Ring? And why is it Elden Ring? But also, why should it be Evil West? If you're someone who works at Flying Hog Studios, I will be your evangelist. I will be the mouthpiece for this game gladly. No charge. Cannot He's wait for it. Mentioned it on previous podcast episodes. He'll do your editing for free. Oh, no question. If it's a project I believe in, I'm more than happy to help. Oh, yeah. Evil West is a project I wholeheartedly believe in. Yeah, you let him know. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a good review, connect with us on social, QR code down below. Hope it was a very fruitful, happy, healthy holidays for all of you out there. We'll see you next week. In the new year. In the new year, revealing once we've had some time, once the year, once 21's been finished, our then we can sit back and, and confidently say what our game of the year it was. You know, Basically, the- I, I need time to play Halo so that I can tell you that and? it's Halo. Uh, we don't know. It takes you two. You need to. Yes. You need to play. It takes two. I'm playing it in 15 minutes. I get on that with Sarah. Yeah. Um, take care of yourselves. Always be gaming, and we'll see y'all again real soon. See you later, guys.